What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we're getting closer and closer to pitches and catchers reporting. I think that's in a week or less, actually, usually around Valentine's Day is when pitches and catchers report. And, you know, some players are even already down there. But basically what I'm trying to say is that the offseason is almost over. So we have a scurry of players or a flurry of players scurrying to sign these last minute deals. All the big free agents have found their homes, with the exception of, you know, a couple mentioned Jackie Bradley Jr. a few days ago, but there are some signings to announce. So we'll start with the Red Sox signing Marwin Gonzalez. So the Red Sox continue to add depth. They got Marwin Gonzalez on a one-year $3 million contract with incentives. Marwin Gonzalez is a switch hitter, a legit switch hitter. His numbers are almost identical from both sides of the plate. And he's played every single position except pitcher and catcher in his career. He's been in the majors for nine years, and he literally plays all over the field. So, I mean, obviously with Boston trading Ben Attendee to the Royals, Alex Verdugo and Hunter Renfro are the only projected starters in the Red Sox outfield. So, you know, going to get Marvin Gonzalez, obviously getting Franchi Cordero gives them, and then obviously having Kike Hernandez as well. All these utility players that they have now give them flexibility in the outfield. It's likely that they're not going to have a full-time left fielder. I, you know, I would imagine Verdugo will be in center, Renfro in right, and then left field is going to be a mix of guys all season long because right now they don't have like a, you know, a traditional corner outfielder to take that third spot. Other moves, other moves, other moves. The Tigers are set to sign Nomar Mazzara, a one-year deal, one not one and a half, one point seven five million dollars plus plus incentives. So Mazzara is still young. I mean, he was a very highly touted prospect in his in his earlier days. I mean, he's twenty five years old. Coming up with the Rangers, I mean, he was highly touted. I mean, this dude got a five million dollar bonus when he signed out of the Dominican Republic in. 2011 you know as a 16 year old but you know he's someone who has kind of stagnated he got off to a nice start relative to his age you know 20 homers in his age 21 season everything but he hasn't progressed much since then from 2017 to 2019 as a ranger you know he had just 1.2 war and the rangers decided to part ways with him after 2019 sending him to the white Sox. And then he had a season with the White Sox and, you know, he's not going to be back. He just hasn't been good. He hasn't been good um, since his rookie year, if, if you really, or maybe not his rookie year. Um, he was good for his first three years, actually. He had 20 home runs exactly each of the first three years. And then I guess he hit um, 19 home runs in 2019. But, you know, there are other numbers there that, that, that left a lot to be desired. And um, the, the the Rangers just saw that he wasn't improving and he, had, he really hasn't improved um, over the years. So basically you're getting a guy who's entering his age 26 season and the Tigers are just signing him for one year and hoping that he'll be able to tap into his potential sometime soon. He's typically had a terrible time against lefties and um, he's been good against righties, but at least he could be a platoon partner for fellow corner outfielder Victor Reyes in Detroit. The Marlins have signed Adam Duvall. He's going to earn $2 million in 2021. And um, 
yeah, it's just it's just a one year deal. There's a mutual option for 2022. Um, either it's going to be a three million dollar buyout or they pick up the option for $7 million. So I guess you can say, you know, it's a total guarantee of $5 million, regardless of what happens in that second year. But just this past year, Adam Duvall was one of the majors prolific, most prolific home run hitters. I mean, he hit 16 homers in 209 plate appearances. And, you know, it, it was a high powered campaign for him. I, I believe he had two games where he hit three home runs. I believe that was him. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. And, um, just the lack of the DH killed his chances of coming back to Atlanta. Um, so, I mean, yeah, as a Brave from 2019 to 2020, he had a 117 weighted runs creative plus. He was, and he was also pretty good in the outfield too, defensively. But the Braves still moved on from him earlier in the offseason, chose to non-tender him. And the Marlins, meanwhile, I mean, he, like, he could definitely help the cause in left field. He could share time with... Some lefties like Corey Dickerson, um, that's what I see um, happening, honestly. Corey Dickerson and Duvall sharing time in left field. Um, you probably see Starling Marte in center. And then, you know, and you know they have Monty Harrison on the roster, Garrett Cooper. They have other, you know, Lewis Brinson, obviously, who's been there for a while. But I, I see uh, Adam Duvall sharing some time in left field. Um, he's a power bat. That's, that's what he does. That's, I mean, he's 32 years old. He, you know what he is at this point in his career. The Giants are signing Jake McGee, left-handed reliever, free agent reliever, two-year deal worth $7 million. And San Francisco is going to be the third National League West stop for Jake McGee. He's 34, and he's divided his previous five seasons between the Rockies and the Dodgers. He was not really successful in Colorado because, I mean, maybe, you know, pitchers usually have a hard time in Colorado for obvious reasons uh, with the altitude there. But who knows why? But here the Giants are hoping that, you know, he could he could be decent for them. Hoping he could be decent. Um, he was with the Dodgers last summer. He was really good with the Dodgers, actually, and won a World Series with them. Um, and I guess that's what helped him get this nice little deal from San Francisco. But with the Dodgers, McGee was basically an all-fastball guy, just throwing his fastball majority of the time, averaging 95 miles an hour on that pitch, his best since 2014. He was posting eye-popping strikeout and walk percentages, 41.8 strikeout rate and 3.8 walk rate. So his strikeout to walk ratio was 38.0. That's second among relievers behind Brewers Rookie of the Year winner Devin Williams. So he's going to a division rival now. But, um, yeah, Jake McGee heading to San Francisco. Are there any other deals? Any other deals to announce? I think those are... Those are the deals. I mean, see, like I'm saying, just small, small little deals, but everyone's got to find a place to play at this point because it's just a few days remaining. You know, now that I say it, I remember, what was it, a few years ago? Yeah, like there were guys who literally held out. This was like 20, 2018 or 2019. I think it was 2019. Guys literally held out until midseason, Craig Campbell and Dallas Keuchel. Because they weren't getting the contracts they wanted. They didn't sign until like way later in the year. They make the debut until midseason. But I mean, I don't think that's going to happen with Jackie Bradley Jr., who's, I think, the, the biggest free agent out there right now. Everyone's trying to get this wrapped up and, and find a place to play within the next week. But that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.